0: Welcome to Not Your Normal Mystery. With me, your host, Christina Tran, and my co-host, Ashley Gomez. Today in this episode, Bust Down with Porphyry, we will talk all about Porphyry and Ras's relationship in Crime and Punishment. Just a recap of our podcast, we talk all about Ras' journey of punishment after murdering Alionia, the pawnbroker, and her sister, Lizaveta. Let's get started. Here's a little background information about Porphyry. He is a detective who is in charge of this case. Throughout the case, Porphyry focuses his attention on Rask because he shows signs of being guilty as the murderer, because he is. So Dostoevsky he portrays Rask's
1: conflicted emotions through physical representations. So what you're implying is that Porphyry is added to symbolize Rask's reflections process after committing the crime of murder. And this foreshadows that Rask is wanting to confess...
0: Yes, you are correct indeed. Continuing on, they end up meeting through Razumakin, who is like a bridge between the two. He is Rask's best friend who is always on his side, but he's also Porphyry's cousin. With this connection, Rask asked Razumakin if he could talk with his cousin so Rask could get the items that he had pawned at Elionia's place. The items were his father's silver watch and his sister's ring. With Razumakin agreeing to Rask's favor, they walked to Porphyry's place. Their first encounter had already started with lots of tension. Rask gets uncomfortable as he worries about getting caught. Adding to the fire, Zamitov was also there, making the situation even more uncomfortable for Rask. Okay, if I were in this situation, I would have been so nervous. I mean, he just murdered someone and is now facing the person that is in charge of solving the murder case. But there's not just one person that is is involved from the police. There are two. If it were me, I would have made some sort of excuse by now to leave quickly and leaving Ras Razumikin the task of getting the
1: items for me. Don't you agree? Actually, I do agree. It makes sense for Ras to feel very nervous in this situation. Like, he actually just did murder two people and now he has the... He has two police officers right in front of him questioning him about the case that they are on. So yeah, I do agree on why Rask would be feeling this way, which is totally understandable. And honestly, I would have also left Razuma to take care of my stuff. Okay, so after then getting comfy with each other, Rask's Extraordinary Man Theory article was brought up by Porphyry, which is kind of shady, honestly. At first, it seemed like Porphyry only wanted to talk about Rask's thoughts on what he was trying to say about... People like that making clear about Rask's feelings and being an extraordinary and ordinary person. So with this attempt and asking these questions, Porphyry's actual intentions were to gather details about this investigation, which were based on the pawnbroker and her sister.
0: Which he failed to do because Rask was
1: able to tell that Mr. Porphyry was
0: trying to trick him to get information out of him since the beginning.
1: Yeah, so... In this conversation between the two, Porphy asked many challenging questions that Rask had to be very careful when answering. These questions were about what Rask's opinion of what an extraordinary person is versus what an ordinary person is.
0: Oh, because this relates back to the case that Porphy is in charge of,
1: where Alionia
0: represents the extraordinary and Rask represents the ordinary, meaning that Alionia, who is great in wealth, was of greater status than Rask was. She had more authority of what he can do compared to him and his ability in wanting her to do something for him.
1: Okay, then, despite his attempts, Porphyry fails to get any information out of Rask, but he did gather Rask reactions. Without really gaining any solid information, he had gathered enough details based on Rask reactions to keep investigating further into Rask. At this point, I feel like Porphyry was actually pretty smart
0: in coming into the case because he did not go into this case abruptly. If he did take the second path of being abrupt, he probably would have blown, his, blown off his ability in attempting to get any clues to solve the case. This goes on to show how professional Porphyry is at his job and is not a stupid person. This also matches with his image of being a well-dressed man who is well-shaven.
1: I wouldn't really say that he was very successful at this attempt, because after all, Rask was able to detect all the tricks Porphyry was trying to do. But even though Rask wasn't very careful about how he responded, he managed to at least avoid those tricks that could have easily really screwed him and gotten him caught. But I guess, was smart about focusing on those reactions instead of ignoring them as a sign of just being pressured. So I guess he did gain something out of the attempt of discussing about the extraordinary man theory with Rask.
0: Okay, wrapping up about that topic. Later on in the novel, Rask comes back to the police station and requests for his items once again. But this time, he brought a slip of paper with his request on it. Like last, which was asked of him last time, and he had quote-unquote kindly declined before. Okay, taking a few steps back and coming from, the, coming from the perspective of Porphyry, Rask was already portrayed as a little suspicious because at this point, Rask was desperate to get his items and wants to leave right after. He states that there is no need for him to write to the Lord to get his items back. I believe he did this because he does not want to get involved with the case beyond what he had already got himself into, as he could get caught sooner or later.
1: Now, back to what we were talking about before, Ras confronts Porphyry about wanting to question Rask about the murder of Aliona after he coincidentally heard someone saying so. But when he asked the question, he questioned why he sta- he started the question or statement with, I believe which made him seem weak and uneasy. He was afraid that this would have put him in a spot where the attention of Porphyry would only be on him. This symbolizes the amount of pressure Rask has in his head going over the murders, showing how these simple questions between themselves can provoke Rask easily and make him anxious, leading to Rask's image of already looking sick and pale.
0: After their little meeting, Porphyry invites Rask to sit down to talk with him a little. This leads to an awkward interi- interrogation period where, por- where Porphyry wants to ask questions, but he can—he has seen that he doesn't want Ras to leave. So he doesn't ask because he was worried that aggravating or making Ras uncomfortable would just blow his chance of getting any clues. During the short period of time, Porphyry offers Rask a cigarette, saying that there's plenty of time to talk. It is as if Porphyry is getting into the mode of interrogating Rask, but without saying it himself. Rask then goes on to talk about how lawyers often encourage the person they are interrogating to talk and then hit them with a question which will blow their cover, leading to a confession.
1: But this only makes him more suspicious in the eyes of Porphyry. So at this point, Porphyry knows that Rask is worried about speaking with him. Scared of exposing himself, yet he keeps Rask here questioning him. This
0: situation overall portrays how Dostoyevsky wanted to show Rask's conflicted thoughts with Porphyry after offering the cigarette and stating that there is plenty of time to talk, which further on infers that this was written by Dostoyevsky to show how Ras's collection of thoughts after the murder stayed in his head for quite a while, and it took time for him to actually reflect on the crime that he had committed. Just to wrap up our ideas in this episode, Dostoyevsky adds Porphyry, to portray Raz's conflicted emotions and thoughts after committing the crime of murder and going through a torturous reflection process of punishment. Porphyry symbolizes Raz's want for a confession yet contemplates so much because he doesn't want to
1: get jail time like anyone else would or something even worse. And this wraps up our episode for today. Thanks for listening to our podcast and you are welcome to come back for more later on. Have a nice, not normal, mysterious day.